views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. When was the last time you did something that would take you closer to a life that you'd love? Get answers to this and many other life-changing questions on Grow Your Soul Radio. Ignite your inner magic and learn the art of life mastery with Jane Matanga. Jane will unlock and help you reclaim the magic in your life. Take an inspiring journey with Jane as you receive guidance toward the path of your greatest dreams and desires as she helps you reach success as you make powerful changes that will get you back on track and keep you there. Discover insightful tools, world wisdoms, and exercises in this hit call-in show. Transform and awaken your inner light right now on Grow Your Soul Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to hang out with Jane Matanga here for Grow Your Soul Radio. I'm really thrilled to be doing this. One of the things I love about Jane is that you know, not only you take a look at the three decades that she has put into understanding what business is and business experience. She and I have a very similar background, right? But then you take a look at that, right, Jane? And you look at all of the financial institutes. I think about all the executives I've worked with. And then here you and I are, right? Mm -hmm. Somehow uh, on Grow Your Soul Radio. Folks probably are wondering how the heck does that happen? Uh, and today you're going to be talking about five ways to start today with a clear mind and an open heart because this is so important. You know, two things I love about Jane. One is I was so blown away a couple of shows ago. We did a show and the PDF of the show and the message that Jane put together, I literally wanted to take that thing and give it to a publisher. It was so great. Today, she's going to walk us through why we want to start our day in a certain way. And even though, Jane, my friend, yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza doesn't like to, to talk about the thing he did in the film, What the Belief About Starting Your Day. It is still, to this day, one of the most profound, shall I say, dissertations on what happens, uh, how we start our day, what we do to clear our mind, and then what we attract in that day. Right, Jane? Yeah, so how we, so we're talking about how you start your morning and how that can impact you your whole day and how you function, work, and feel and just enjoy the day or not. And so... One of the ways that um, Dr. David Dillard Wright speaks of as a personal mastery tool is slowing down our pace. So instead of kind of going through our to-do list and going through all, literally just the motions of what we normally do automatically, being more mindful about it. And, um, you know, we're so caught up in you know, our stuff and being successful and just all the doing that we just don't pay any attention to really all the elements of a beautiful day. So scientists have 
proven that 13% of us wake up in the U.S. without passion. And one of the reasons for that is exactly this personal mastery uh, tools that we're talking about today. So, you know, one of the ingredients of happiness is to be able to wake up and notice a beautiful day. Just feel the breeze, feel the warmth of the sun on your face. And if we're so busy going through the motions with all our stuff, we're not feeling that and taking time out to really enjoy our life. And so, then at what cost do we pay? Uh, it's, you know, one of the ingredients in happiness, it, it costs so much if we're not enjoying it. You know, all the stuff doesn't make any difference. Our resume doesn't make any difference. Our title doesn't make any difference. And how much we make doesn't make any difference if we're sleepwalking through life and living a shadow of the life we could have. So one of the things that we need to do is slow it down, you know, slow down our day, slow down our pace, you know, walk a little slower, maybe take a drive, a a different route to work um, and be mindful in that and just enjoy aspects of our day instead of just being a little more robotic about getting stuff done. So, and we're less good at doing that because we're so focused on the quality of our achievements. I mean, that's how we were raised. And so the quality of our experiences suffer. And we rush through life. And we forget about all the richness that life offers. We forget to care for ourselves. We forget to care about people that we care about. And we forget to notice the beauty in our lives. We forget to... Just take that time to listen and to see and all the immense beauty in the world. And so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about, you know, trying to start your day a little differently. So maybe tomorrow morning you can try doing the things that you do, but switch it up a little bit. Do it um, at two-thirds pace, even half pace. You know, drive more slowly. Walk more slowly, talk to your friends more slowly, and just notice how that process might change the way you start your day. Um, one of the best gifts that you can give yourself is happiness. And so, you know, everybody talks about prosperity, and but the best prosperity you can have is your own happiness. It's not the money and the resume and all the stuff. It's really the gift that you can give yourself. And uh, you know, noticing the difference and gauging whether the reactions to this new way of starting your day into being is is more positive for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you are able to be a little more observant and a little more connected and while you take your life more slowly, you know, take more time to have some breakfast, get up a little earlier and enjoy what you're eating uh, or have a really great dinner with your friends and your family. Um, You know, get out to a beautiful place, go to a park, feel the sunshine and the breeze and go to the ocean and and take in its beauty. It's connecting with all that um, that really helps us to enjoy life so much more. You know, even when we talk to others, 
um, you know, it, it's been proven that we're really not listening. We're really so busy about thinking about what we're going to say next that we're really not, you know, listening to what our friends and our loved ones are telling us. And the best gift you can give someone is your presence and truly listening to them is part of that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, you know, something that um, can create some magic in our lives. We always have an opportunity to create new dimensions in our life and something new. And so this is the way that we can experience our magic a lot more than just going through the motions, just being a little more mindful. And instead of wanting to get things done, thinking more about kind of discovering the beauty in your day and the manner in which we do it. And so that's what we're talking about when we say slowing down our pace. Mm-hmm. But also um, respecting our power and noticing that. So, you know, when we talk about that, we're really talking about, you know, how most people, you know, how their unhappiness begins. And all of this is so self caused. Um, it's really, you know, the choices that we're making. And um, how we're choosing to respond to the circumstances in our world and our day. So, it's, you know, when we when we think about these practices and the choices that we make, you know, this this can all ripple outward. You know, people say you can't make a difference, or one person can't make a difference. You absolutely can. You know, if you think of your life as a tapestry. And you get closer and closer. You walk closer to the tapestry that's on, you know, a wall. And look at the threads and all the colors. And all those threads are like, are us. And it's, it, it, you know, how we interconnect with everybody in our lives on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, we, our nature is love. And, you know, the human heart is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, events that happen to us, for example, are, are a real them that causes us to react in a certain way. But we can choose, you know, if we're going to be open, if we're going to have a clear mind, if we're going to have an open yeah. heart about what we're seeing and taking into our lives. Yeah. So we can choose to be uh, resentful or we can choose to be open and, um, you know, not respond to things in a way Mm -hmm. that, you know, is is negative, but more positive and uh, respond to those circumstances and choices. And in that way, we really have an effect on everyone. You know, we really, you know, we we do make a difference in the world. Our choices make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be a small ripple outward, but it affects everyone in our lives. You know, the smile mm-hmm. that we give to a stranger um, mm-hmm. and that we would never imagine how that might affect their day. And we, you know, we often think that we're powerless, you know, to affect others mm-hmm. and to make change. And I, I was oh, just really talking not. about this yesterday, Jane. I mean, one of the things that I think you're really hitting on here 
is this notion of respecting our power, the power that we have that we forget about. And I, I think that one of the things that I find myself being, uh, sometimes people say I'm overly sensitive about it, is, and I have to be mindful of my own behavior. Um, and that is, you know, one of the things that you say is that, you know, no one is born hating another person, but certainly we can develop resentment over a lifetime. And, and one of the things that I know I'm ultra sensitive to these days is how I'm talked to. And I have to be really mindful of how I talk to others because, you know, what is that expression? Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones or something like that. So this has been a lifelong journey for me, but there's something about me and I'm sure I'm not alone where a, tr a, a little switch goes on especially if somebody talks to me in a way that is feels that feels disrespectful and maybe for them they're just being themselves so isn't there a it's like a twofold responsibility isn't there you know to figure out how much projection we're bringing to the table and what might be a way to say to somebody wow you know that thing right there that just didn't feel very good because how are we going to understand each other if we don't come to a place where we can meet and really get clear on how we want to behave and interact with each other? That's so true. I think we often get too stuck in that mentality of uh, thinking that we've been victimized and just taking things personally and, and getting so attached to that notion and the stories that we talk about and that we say to ourselves over and over again. And um, your point is, is so very valid that, you know, it's just no matter what comes at you or what comes at you in life, the choice is to respond to circumstances always in a matter of uh, love and respect and you never know what somebody's going through or what challenges they have. And you, you cannot, you know, be in their shoes. So it's, you know, everyone is just so much happier if you can come from a place of just understanding and empathy and forgiveness. I mean, the two biggest things that get in, in everyone's way in life are the lack of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and resentment. Those are the two yeah. biggest things that get yeah. people stuck. Yeah. Uh, if you operate with, and by the way, 12-step programs are phenomenal about getting to the underpinnings of every single resentment you have because for the life of an addict, an alcoholic, the resentment is the number one offender. And, you know, and not just in what we know as traditional 12-step programs, but programs in general that have to do with elevating and raising and moving beyond an attachment and addiction, a way of life that's not serving you, really targets those things that are inside of us. And resentment, by the way, is one of the easiest to pinpoint because we're very well aware of how agitated we can get in a nanosecond over absolutely nothing. 
That's absolutely true. Uh, But to the person, it it ain't nothing. It's something. (laughs) Yes. Right? Yes, in your mind's eye. It's so true. It's in a blink of an eye, you know, your emotion and how you internalize mm -hmm. it. And a lot of times it may not have been that intention, but it's how it might trigger something. Mm -hmm. So it's always important to remember because it's going to bring you more happiness just to come from Mm -hmm. a place of wishing all beings peace as you go about your your day and your activities and and the well-being of the world because it does have a ripple effect and Mm -hmm. it feels good to be happy so i think we underestimate the power that we have to help ourselves and others yeah i mean part of this and that you talk about i know is one of the things that you look at is determining your good qualities so it starts introspectively And people that are outwardly resentful have a very difficult time of figuring out whether or not they got any good qualities or not. You know, generally their first reaction is, no, everything about me is wrong. And I think that we have to start with a point of motion. And I think you've talked about this. You and I have talked about Viktor Frankl before. You know, one of the best books anybody ever gave me a gazillion years ago was a book by Viktor Frankl. And I read the book. Yeah. And I read the book, right, Jane? And I read the book and I thought, at the end, of course, if this guy could do what he did as a Holocaust survivor in the most horrific, I think, it has now become in all of our history, one of the top three horrific scenarios, scenarios for humanity, right? That... I just looked at that and I said, if I could just pick up a nugget of what you're saying today, Jane, and hit the pause button every time I wanted to have an angry, resentful, emotional reaction to things, I would be better. Now, I will say by my nature, I'm not that person. That doesn't mean I'm not capable of it. You know, I'm generally fairly easygoing. But I'm like everybody else. I have a lifetime of experience would point to a place of woundedness that on any given day, somebody may hit that nerve. But what am I going to do? Am I going to hold on and, and just think to myself, wait a minute, let me stop for a moment. Or am I going to go bat you know what crazy all over somebody? When we come back, Jane's going to walk us through what are the steps that will help us clear some of this out and what is it that we can learn as we begin our day? What can we do? What hands-on tool can we use to make sure that we understand what is going on in our head? What qualities do we want to embody for the day? And then when we kind of get a little bit off whack, What can we bring back into play? Let's take a short break. Jane Matanga, everyone. Jane, before we go to break real quick, what's the website? What's the best way people can work with you and find out more? A great way to get in contact with me is um, calling me at 203-631-4275 or you can go to my website and uh, write to me at info at enlightened-path.com. And then that's Jane's website, enlightened-path.com. When we come back, we're going to be kicking it up 
with some real examples of what you can do like now. And if you do these things, you may, you may just magically, mysteriously have a different energy starting your day. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ignite your inner magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on The Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Are you your story? Or can you change your story? Can you change what you believe to be true about yourself and your circumstances as part of your healing journey? What if you were to change your expectations? What if you were to invite ease and cooperation into every day and then step back and see what happens? It might just be easier. I'm Megan Edge, and I hope that you'll join me on my new radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. Want to find out more about Megan Edge? Visit her website at meganedge.ca. Ladies, are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? You actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at The Healthy Bra Company. She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom-fitted, custom-altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205. The Empty Toolbox, fire it up, fill it up, and flow it up with Meg Thompson. Tune in the first Wednesday every month, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to engage in the three essential F's of an overflowing toolbox. If you are looking for strategies that work and how to implement them, The Empty Toolbox is for you. 
For more information or to listen to this show, visit MegThompson.com. What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. Everybody, welcome back. Yep, Grow Your Cell Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Jane Matangas here. Jane, it's great to have you here. Uh, again, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out more about what we're talking about? And most importantly, you know, how can folks work work with you? They can um, email me at info at enlightened-path.com or they can call me at 203-631. Four two seven five, and um, I am really um, easy to get in touch with, and I write you and call you right back. So, um, you know, it's easy to get in touch with me, and that's the best thing. God, um, let's talk about this idea of look. We're all busy. We have a lot of things going on. But we just talked about, let's make sure everybody understands that we're going to wake up and we're going to have a day. But we do have to determine what our highest highest qualities are, you know, for each of us, right? And, and really put that together. And then as we go through our day, it, look, if if... Doing things in a logical order is not my strength. Then chances are, if I have to do something that day that requires a lot of logic, a lot of routineness, a lot of rigidity, I'm already thinking, I wish this day was over. But we don't have to do it that way, do we? We don't. You know, we can make choices and... um you know, that affect the degree of our day. And, um, you know, success is um, our happiness, and that's really all it is. So we can choose, you know, to become uh, more patient or how much do we want to produce that day, you know, what the quality of that is, you know, is worth to us. Or, you know, I mean, is it, you know, causing us so much more stress to like uh, continue with, you know, all our lists of things we have to do. That's a pretty stressful way to live your life, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, so we need to kind of get out of our head and out of our socialization and think about the qualities that we want to have and embody in our day to day. You know, do we want more kindness? Do we want more time with our friends? Do we need to be a little more empathetic? I mean, you know, what are the qualities that we really love about ourselves that we should be embracing more of 
during the day as opposed to that kind of litany of to-dos, which really kind of hindrance, you know, it's a hindrance to our happiness. Mm-hmm. So we need to think about when those things come up, how we're going to go about that, how we would address it. Or, you know, so thinking about our good qualities helps us to decide what we want to put our attention on. And you know, how we want to have our day. You know, we can choose that. You know, our lives is our lives matter. Our lives are not static. They are open and in motion and constantly evolving. So we can make changes. We can make changes every day to the quality of our lives. And that, you know, creates our happiness. But we need to really be mindful of that and um, to choose it. You know, and that's why, you know, everybody talks about mindfulness. It's because it is a type of medicine in terms of how you live your life. But if you're not mindful, you're not going to notice that. And you're just going to go through the motions and not not really listen to that. And, and will you live your greatest life? Uh, probably not. You'll probably live a shadow of the life that you want to live because you're not paying attention. So that's what. Pat and I have been talking about is, um, you know, and not to be so obsessed with our list, you know, that can be a real obstacle instead of, you know, a, a help. Sometimes it, it helps us to decide, you know, what, what really is crucial to get done in a day. But what about the fun? You know, what about connecting with people you really care about and having loving relationships and just the fun in life? We, I think we get so caught up in the stuff that you kind of give your power away. Mm-hmm. So I think simplifying our lives sometimes is a really good thing. You know, taking a few, take, taking five or taking a few minutes out of your day and, uh, you know, really thinking about that, you know, that can really adjust your day and your emotion, you know, how you feel about your day and your week, spending less time and all that frantic to-dos and activity and more time kind of enjoying your day. You know, what you focus on expands. So being mindful of the fact that, uh, you know, that you might not be making the best decisions so that you're less stressed and more happy. That's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we have to put our attention on. Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about, too, was this notion of um, simplification and, you know, subtracting stuff out of our day. Because, I mean, you know, we're seeing in we're seeing research on stress. We're seeing research on burnout, but we're not really seeing any big solutions or methodology to help people. Right. Um, you know, with how to move beyond a day that's so jam-packed that you don't have five minutes to talk to somebody, right? Yes, I mean, it's yeah. really all the stuff that we get caught up in our resume, our title, and, it, you know, aren't that. You know, it isn't about that, but we kind of forget that, and it becomes that because we allow it, so because we give it too much emphasis, you know, and it's so... You know, you, you look at what's in the news and everything, and, and so much importance is placed on money. And, uh, you know, 
people are, you know, really, for the most part, don't really have a good relationship with money and how they feel about it. And it causes a lot of, uh, a lot of um, angst when they get caught up in that and the surface of, of life, really. It's, you know, I mean, when, when people talk about happiness, you know, they say money, but money doesn't make you happy. I mean, your choices make you happy. Spending time with loving relationships make you happy, you know. And being a, you know, listening to a really good friend, spending time doing what you love, being rather than doing, um, you know, that kind of unblocks you from stress and uh, all the emphasis that we place on, mm-hmm. you know, our titles and the job. And, you know, instead of talking about one of the first things I noticed when I moved to the East Coast coming from the Midwest was when I would talk to people, they would always talk about their job and what they yeah. did and where they were and what, the, you know, and where I was coming from, you know, that was a very small part of the conversation. It was more about like, hey, how's the family? And, what'd you do for fun this weekend and what kind of trips have you been on? And, you know, what are you, you know, what are you loving in your life? And so we're not taking the time to do that. And it really does cause stress. So, you know, that's where the mindfulness comes in so that we can kind of get back to a lifestyle that makes us happy and really think about what really makes us happy. Is it all the stuff, you know, we're really caught up in all stuff I mean can we do without some of that stuff yeah I mean do we need all that to really make us happy uh most likely not mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes it gets in the way because you know I think we put too much emphasis on that uh, so what if we took some of those things away you know um out of our day and uh maybe we would be happier right and enjoy our lives more Right. Right. Instead of of trying to cram more things in there. Exactly. Right. And spending time doing what you love and and, um, instead of acquiring, you know, and worrying about, you know, all of that stuff and the material possessions, I think, you know, we don't really need all those things. Um, Mm -hmm. So when we can think about the ways in which we can simplify our lives, you know, spending less time worrying about that and doing that and more time doing what we love and being with who we love, I think we're going to enjoy our lives a whole lot more when we're not getting caught up in our ambitions, you know, and then, you know, get caught up in the stress of all that and the expectations and the expectations of others. It creates a whole lot of stress. And that can go internal and it can really cause some health issues, you know, anxiety, depression. Uh, there's so many numbers now on how many people are on anti-anxiety um, medication. It's really mind-boggling how much of that's out there. It's um, really kind of scary. So I think it's real problematic today uh, because, you know, I think our medical structure allows for people to be, mm-hmm. you know, so much more on chemicals and, and medication 
for these things as opposed to really looking at the other very important aspect of your life balance, which would be, you know, having fun and less stress and getting some, you know, physical activity and doing what you love and instead of, you know, being caught up in all of those expectations and in all the, the stuff and the acquiring and, you know, it's no wonder everybody's, you know, got stress-related disorders and anxiety and depression and um, the symptoms that are associated with some of that, um, which can really, I mean, the science is out there that that can really be negated by taking better care of yourself and, and being more mindful, practicing meditation, if, if you can do that, or... Um, going out to a beach and being by the water, going out and taking a great walk and looking at all the beautiful, amazing things that are in our world or just getting out of our head. You know, that's a big thing. I think, you know, one of the biggest things is to master that. And yeah, you have to learn to master a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. And that's huge. I think that's the biggest takeaway in terms of what we're talking about, you and I, Pat. Yeah, I think it is for us because, you know, part of this too is, you know, we know that we have some things we want to create in the world. And understanding the importance of mindfulness in so many ways is the way that we're going to be able to be out in the world and enjoy living our lives and enjoy the life we live. Um, you know, one of the things that I'm hearing more and more of is the notion of mindfulness, but also I'm hearing about it in a different way from its origins, its original um, notion of how to practice mindfulness, right? But mindfulness-based stress reduction, that's something that Herbert Benson looked at decades and decades and decades ago at Harvard. And was one of the first to come out of the box. And I, then I think Joan Boroshenko studied with him. And so we now have this merging of science and spirituality and stress release. And yet, even as much as we know about how powerful it is, it is very difficult for people to commit to that. Why is that, Jane? It's because their minds are so busy and they don't allow, you know, themselves to unplug from that. You know, there's uh, some study and I forget exactly what the numbers are, but it's how we're so focused on living in the past. And, and instead of thinking about things that make us happy, we're spending more time thinking about things that bug us, you know? And so that's where the mindfulness comes in. And, And I know it's hard for some people to fill their mind, but that's the reason for meditation, so you learn how to quiet your mind. But, you know, sometimes it's not for everybody, so there's other ways of doing that, you know, focusing on the good, getting out, riding your bike, going for a walk in nature, swimming, whatever sport you like, whatever you like doing to unplug, being with your friends, doing things that you love, you know, staying in a positive environment, being with your tribe, who you know, lift you up and keep you happy. And, um, you know, those are all like such important things in your life. And we forget that because we get so caught up in the, 
you know, in our resume. I mean, I think that's the best word I can use to describe, you know, and, you know, we think we're our jobs and we think we're our title and we think we're our salary and where we live and all that. And it really is so stressful to live your life like that because it isn't, you know, if that's not really who we are mm-hmm. and we're all here for a reason. We all have a gift. We all, you know, so I think we want to think about, I mean, at the end of the day, do we, you know, what do we really want to contribute in the world? We all have a gift. We can all be great in our own way. And, you know, to really enjoy our lives more. I mean, that's the best gift that we can give ourselves. Mm -hmm. And slowing down and respecting our power. Our power meaning our, the way we think and how we approach our lives. You know, being mindful about that. You know, what thoughts are coming in and out of our heads. And how we're going to control that in a way that is going to create a happier life for us. Mm-hmm. And to put our attention on what makes us happy and not what doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds simple. It is, it, it, it is a lifelong practice, but the people who do it are so much happier. Right. Right. Um, you know, I, I want to go back to a couple of things today. And we started out by talking about the five ways to start today with a clear mind and an open heart. Um, and certainly this is something that I think many of us strive for. Uh, and, you know, on the days that we achieve it, things just seem to work out a lot smoother. Um, and one of the things you did talk about was to slow down the pace. Um, and part of, part of this too is to really look at how we can incorporate more things in our lives on a day-to-day basis that we really enjoy doing. So sometimes, you know, we have to let go of something in order to bring something in that is really near and dear to us and worth our time as well. So I think that's really the exchange factor in this too. Yeah. Yeah, if, if you're talking about rushing through life and forgetting to take care and notice all the beauty that's around us and mm-hmm. the beautiful things that are happening in our lives and forgetting about that, you know, and the things that we care about. And as you say, the exchange, you know, so then it's really being mindful about what kind of life we want to have and, and really mm-hmm. not forgetting that so that we can not live in that shadow of a life, you know, and we can live uh, a more inspired life, a more richer life, mm-hmm. um, a more uniquely focused life, instead of just getting caught up in our, you know, our routine, which sometimes we just go on autopilot and we're, but maybe we need, need to take a different route to work just so that we even notice where we're driving, you know, get up a little earlier and enjoy the drive instead of Mm -hmm. rushing and getting all stressed out before we even get to where we need to go. Yeah. And um, taking a little more time to eat with our families Mm -hmm. and get reconnected, which we've gotten not so good at doing, you know, Mm -hmm. because now we're so plugged into all the technology that we forget to reconnect person to person, you know, soul to soul. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You, you know, I'm back on the East Coast for a little bit. And this is like the, uh, what do you call it? Public transportation central. And yeah. what I mean by that is it doesn't matter if you live up in Connecticut or New York. And there are these really interesting transportation um, facilities and pathways, right? And it's right. interesting to watch people um, in those venues. And I find myself, you don't really see a lot of people doing on the train or the bus. They really are being, whether it's listening. And I, I found that interesting uh, observation being here because if they're engaged in this public transportation, which most people are, my God, you don't drive much if you're going into the city, right? Um, right. They've got this now built-in mindfulness practice, even if it is on the subway. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's it, that it's a great place to do it. You can do it anywhere, you know. So I think, you know, we owe it to ourselves to unplug and de-stress. And uh, because, you know, otherwise things do really and can get a little out of control and overwhelming. And so breathing deeply and just letting go and letting go of your past and yeah. not paying so much attention to your future and just enjoying where you're at. Yeah. Even if it's on the subway, um, you know, you can, you can be calm and you can be yeah. peaceful and you can be happy. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can control that. So that's, you know, it's, it's that personal mastery that we have that that's the greatest gift that we have mm -hmm. besides our inspiration. And, uh, you know, that's so empowering, you know, when mm -hmm. you can hook back into that and, you know, we, cause we always can go there and we can, you know, experience our peace and our magic. And, you know, just have a brighter, happier version of our life just by doing that. Yeah. Just well, the little things, you know? I know. Um, look, I, I, I think that, you know, part of this is all part of everything. You know, it's part of the journey. It's part of what's happening. It's part of stepping out into the world. And so I want to thank you for bringing the messages that you're bringing and helping so many people understand their ultimate potential. So I want to thank you for that. I also want to ask you, what's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? William Jennings Bryan said, destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. It is not a thing to be waited for. It's a thing to be achieved. So we're talking about choice today. And Raymond Lindquist said, courage is the power to let go of the familiar. So we need to let go of our familiar routines and open up to a more inspired life, you know, and that it's worth it. It's worth the effort to do those things. Wow. Thank you. Jane Matang, everybody. Jane, give out your website again. Sure. It's info at enlightened-path.com. And if you go to my website, there's a free PDF on forgiveness, which Pat was talking about. And you can read about the ways 
that you can practice forgiveness, which is a huge, huge um, gift to opening up your life to so much more. Wow. Jane Matanga, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. This is Grow Your Soul Radio. Until next time, remember, I love the rock star inside of you. All right, everybody. That reminds me of that Freddie Mercury movie coming out too. That ought to be absolutely amazing. All right, everybody. Let's take a short break. Another hour coming up on TTR. You've been listening to Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next week as Jane helps you unlock and reclaim the magic in your life. For more information on Jane Matanga or to listen to past shows, visit her website at enlightened-path.com or growyoursoulradio.com. And don't forget to ask Jane about her amazing intuitive life mastery session. See you next time.